You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. All right, and we are here again this week. We're going to talk about uh, the schedule and the teams that we're facing. With me is uh, Daniel. What's up, Finn fans? And Ryan. Hey there, Finn fans. And Lewis. Hey, Dolph fans. Lewis playing a little hurt today. He's got a bit of a cold. All right, so we've all seen the schedule. I think it's a difficult schedule just because of the way it's laid out. Uh, The beginning, to me, is very difficult, and the end is very difficult. So we'll have to see how that goes. But uh, uh, let's go ahead and, and start talking about uh, the Patriots who we play in the first week. Uh, Ryan, uh, give me your thoughts. I think the Patriots are going to be a team that takes a step forward from last year. Um, they've added a couple of good pieces with Jabril Peppers, Trent Brown. Their draft was a bit strange, but I think another year for... Was that because uh, they drafted Cole Strange? <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> Um, I just think, you know, another year for Mac Jones to grow, you know, having Bill Belichick being the de facto offensive and defensive coordinators will be interesting. But I think week one, it's going to be a a Dolphins win. Yeah, I'm in agreement. I think we get a win there. I mean, if we can't win our home opener against New England, uh, I think we're a better football team overall, you know, on both sides of the football and if we don't win this uh, this game, we're in a lot of trouble going forward. The schedule's tough. Um, I think it's I think it's a definite win. We beat them last year, week one, in New England, and I think that we're going to beat them again this year, week one. But I think the thing to watch, the most interesting thing for me, is that they they brought in two new running backs in the draft after taking a guy last year too. Uh, they're going to have four or five running backs in a rotation. It's going to be really interesting to see, but I think we come out on top week one. Beat them three straight times now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be nice. So, no, we have. Oh. We have beaten them three straight times. So well, let's we make it beat four. Them a, exactly. So the second week, we go to Baltimore. And uh, Baltimore always seems to give us fits, but uh, how do you think we'll do, Daniel? Well, we don't ever win at Baltimore. And But I'm going to just say something I said in the last game. It's going to be interesting about the running game because if they have – I'm going to put the caveat like this. If they have J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, I don't think that we're going to be able to handle their running game. If they don't have those two guys, I think we stand a chance to actually pull one off in Baltimore. But I think this is our first loss of the season. I like our chances in this game. I think the Ravens – you know, I mean, we, we shellacked them last year. And then we may have snuck up, snuck up on them. Yeah, that's, that's a possibility. But we did it without any offense. And our offense has been upgraded. So I think, you know, if our defense is still intact 
and we approached the game the same way we did in Baltimore's, you know, they're, 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 they're going to make some adjustments to what we did, but I don't, you know, I don't trust in their quarterback. And as Daniel mentioned, they're going to have to run the football in order to beat us. And I think we're more than capable of stopping that as well. Um, I think we get a win here somehow, some kind of way. I like the fact that this is a real early game. I think if it was later in the season, uh, when you start getting into November and December, I think it'd be a little bit tougher for us. But again, this is a game on the schedule that you almost have to win if you're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, last year we played them. We were the team that sort of figured out the Lamar Jackson, you know, how to beat him, how to contain him. I think this is going to be a, an old-fashioned two teams trying to run the ball, playing good defense type of game. It's going to be close, and I could definitely make the case for the Dolphins being 2-0 and at this point. All Mike, right. what are your thoughts? Well, are you thoughts, not are you no, not no, are you I'm not sharing? No, I am not sharing mostly because I want to hear your guys' opinions. Oh, we so have, it doesn't matter if we want to hear yours, huh? Right. <laughs> we we struggle against Baltimore, and they have an excellent coaching staff. So uh, you know, you you never feel like you you've got a sure win when you play them. Uh, for us, it's been quite the opposite. That most of them have been sh- sure losses. Right. Uh, but this is not the same Baltimore team. Uh, so we probably have a chance. Right, right now, if I had to pick it, I'd say it's probably an even game. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is another one of those teams that doubled up in the draft. They took two tight ends, and they got one coming back from injury. So they're going to definitely want to pound the rock, not only week two, but all season. Mm-hmm. Lewis, tell me about Buffalo, who we play the third week. That's a home game. That is. Yeah. Um, I think this is our first loss of the season. I, until we, we can prove that we can beat Buffalo, you know, I don't see us winning this game. I just don't. I think there's still a notch better in order for us to win this football game because they are going to score some points. As good as our defense is, Buffalo will still find a way to score points. I think their offense is going to be a little bit better this year. You know, even though they lost Beasley, they've made some additions. I think they're going to be better. Yeah, they're going to have a better running game. They're going to have a better running game, you would think. With that being said, you know, Tua's going to have to go out and he's going to have to put points on the board in this game. And I just don't see us doing enough. I think, you know, we play him tough, but I think Buffalo wins this game. I'm going to disagree with you, Lou. I think this is going to be a very close game. Buffalo certainly put an emphasis on running the ball. They took James Cook in the draft. They signed Duke Johnson, um, you know, added Greg Mance on the offensive line. They're going to try running the ball. And I think this is going to be a close game in the South Florida heat. And I think. I honestly think we're going to split with Buffalo this year. Yeah, and I agree with that, Ryan. Actually, being down in Miami week three, we haven't beat them in a hot minute, and it's going to be hot. I think that this is the game that the national media will look at and be most surprised over after I think we're going to lose to Baltimore, and I think that we're going to come out and we're going to put it on Buffalo. Um, Not any sort of blowout win, but I do think that we're going to do enough to uh, to win by seven or ten points in that game, uh, and then we'll be rolling into Thursday night football against Cincinnati. It's going to be about mistakes, guys. If Miami can force Buffalo into mistakes, uh, then they've got a shot. But if they're playing straight up, Miami's not as talented as Buffalo. Not on that offensive side. Uh-uh. So I don't I don't agree with that. I think we have the horses on the offensive side to to keep up with them. I'm just going to say something real quick. 
Josh Allen versus Tua. Well, End obviously. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> End of yeah. story. If the yeah. game is close, he's going to make the difference. So Miami has got to force turnovers. Hey, it took Josh Allen until his third year to be that guy. Tua's going into his third year, too. So He's a little shorter. <laughs> not quite as fast. A little slower. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not in that league. That's all I'm going to say. Now I hope he comes out and has a great season. But is on his best day, he's not equal to Josh Allen. There's not right. a lot of times you'll say in week three you have a must-win game. But if we want to win the division, we have to take care of absolutely. Yep. That's a that's a game they got to circle. They got to underline. They got to do yep. whatever it takes to make sure they're ready on that day to play their best game. Yep. Exactly. I mean, it, listen, it, this is what you look at, right? I mean, you know, we talked about the Baltimore game and we're talking about, you know, Buffalo, you know, and we, and we look at what happened last year when we played them and what we've had, what, what we've done the last couple of times we've played them. The defense has held their own. The offense has been the problem. And, you know, until we solve that issue, then we're not going to beat this football team. I mean, our defense did as much as they possibly could at times when we've played them over the last couple of years, and it still wasn't enough. So, you know, until our quarterback shows that he can play with the big boys, you know, I, I can't put a win in the win column here. I, I think can't. this is going to be the week, the year that he shows that. I hope so. Well, if he is, that's the game to show it. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Right from Jump Street, Mike. Yep. He's got and to show it. Yeah. Daniel, in the following week, they go to Cincinnati. Now, that's got to be a little scary. Primetime football at Cincinnati, the AFC champions from last year. And you got the number one pick, Joe Burrow, going up against the number five pick, Tua. Uh, the thing that scares me about Cincinnati is not the fact that they won the AFC last year because we see teams lose that Super Bowl and then fall off a cliff. Sure. But it's the the moves that they made on the offensive line. I have a sneaking suspicion that Joe Mixon is going to eat a bunch of teams' uh, lunch this year, and I have a feeling that Thursday night football is not going to be kind to us again. Uh, we always seem to struggle in prime time, and uh, I think we lose this game at Cincinnati. Well, they put us on the road, right, <laughs> against yeah. uh, the defending AFC champions, so... Yeah, and I remember the last time I watched a Thursday night football game for us versus Cincinnati, we just got shellacked. We was wearing that ugly orange before the new color rush, and uh, we just got hammered. So I don't know that we'll get hammered like that, but I don't see us coming out with a W here. Well, then when I think of us versus Cincinnati, I think of uh, Cam Wakesack, you know, yeah. walk-off win. Yeah, that was beautiful. So, yeah. What are you thinking, Ryan? So, like Daniel said, you know, their biggest weakness last year was their offensive line. They went out, they got Lael Collins, Alex Kappa, Ted Karras. You know, they fixed their weakness. They're going to be a tough team. Uh, both Lou and Dan had, you know, Miami's first loss coming to Baltimore. I think this is their first loss on Thursday Night Football. Well, no, I had us beating Baltimore. Oh, you had us. Okay, then. You had us losing to Buffalo. Get it straight over there, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> this, Come on, this, Thurman Thomas. So yeah, who you, you you're saying Cincinnati beats us? Yeah, I think Cincinnati is going to beat us. Here's the biggest issue you guys haven't touched on, touched on. We're coming off of a home game against Buffalo, right on Sunday, and we have to. Tra- Mike touched on this a little bit, and then we have to travel to Cincinnati to play on Thursday. Yep, it's going to be extremely tough to beat this team. They're really sound on both yep. sides of the football, and I, as you guys all mentioned, they are better. 
They're a better, I think they're a better football team on paper than they were last year. They addressed their issues. And um, I don't see us winning this football game. I, I think Cincinnati beats us. It's a short week for us. We have to travel. Going to be extremely tough to win this game. So a loss. I put, I, I put a loss in the loss column here. And Daniel, in week five, we go to New York to play the Jets. And uh, they've added some serious talent on that team throughout this offseason. How do you see the game? Yes, they have. And, and as a matter of fact, being at the draft and watching them take all that talent in the first and second round, um, it, was, uh, it didn't feel great knowing that they got these uh, top-notch talent. But uh, I don't think that they really stand a chance. I mean, I just don't. Now, maybe we falter uh, traveling up to New York. Maybe we just, we're not on top of our game. But I don't see that being the case. I think well, the Jets, we we have a long rest before it, right? Because we played on yeah, the uh, Thursday night, so that may mini be buy. an advantage for us. Yeah, and and they they have got some guys that are going to do some damage this year. But I just think that they're going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle to put it together again this year. Um, and I see us definitely coming out on top. Uh, you know, ten or more. Yeah. Hey, Daniel, where did you say they added all this talent in the draft? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They got a lot of young pieces. Yeah, and what happens when you add all this talent in the draft? We've seen it as Dolphins fans. It doesn't always work out. Yep. So they have, you know, a lot of good, got a lot of young guys that were really good in college, but that, you know, until they do it in the league, it doesn't mean anything. I think this is going to be one of our easier wins this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the game will be, I mean, listen, we only beat them by seven points twice last year. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, they had Flacco quarterback in one of their games, and they had a lot of injuries to receivers in one of the other games. And we still only won both games by seven points. Um, you know, I think we win this football game, but um, it'll be it'll be somewhat close. I mean, I don't think the Jets is Ryan. Yep. Um, you know, I as you mentioned, you know, these young guys – you know, this is five weeks into their careers. They're not going to come out and I don't think they're going to come out and be be world beaters. I think their rookie quarterback from last season still has a lot to prove as well. You know, he was good, but he wasn't overly good last year. I thought he was average at best. So, you know, they've got a lot of young players, and I think eventually they're going to develop into a really, really tough football team. But in week five of next season, we're winning that football game. Well, I'll just say this. Gardner and uh, Wilson, the two draft picks, were both considered the top at, in their respective uh, position groups. Right. And Brees Hall is, is no slouch either. He's going to certainly help their running game. Now, I also think that Miami should be able to handle the Jets because I don't think they're quite there yet, but they are definitely a more talented team than they were last year. Yeah, and Sauce Gardner, for anybody who didn't know, uh, he didn't give up a touchdown his entire college career. So we're looking to score some on him coming week five. He's got to cover Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, though. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole different level. And then I'd like to add one little piece of love here uh, for the Dolphins fans. I think that coming after week five, uh, we'll be averaging the most points that we've averaged in the last 20 years. I think we've scored more points after week five this year than we've scored in the last 20 years. Well, he had more talent at receiver than we, than we had in probably the last 20 years, but we'll see. We're in week six against Minnesota, right? Yep. Is that where we're at, Mike? Yeah, Lou, start us off. Minnesota. God, this team is an enigma, aren't they? I mean, they Dalvin Cook, Thielen, Justin Jefferson, 
They got some players. This is going to be a tough game, but we got to beat them. You know, it, it's a home game. Yeah, you got to win home games. You got to beat them. I mean, you know, they're inconsistent. Um, their defense is inconsistent. They have some really good players. I love Smith at the safety position. I think he's a phenomenal football player. But their offensive line, in which I know they're trying to address, they, they signed uh, Jesse Davis. I mean, come on. I mean, that's not going to help you in any way, shape, or form as far as I'm concerned. As a matter of fact, that helps us in this football game. So, you know, I I look at this game, and it's a scary game because of the talent they have on offense, but it's a game that that we got to win, and I think our defense will be up to the task, and and we win this football game. Yeah, I agree. Not only in the fact that we have to, but that we will. I think we just have too many pieces for Minnesota to deal with now on both sides of the ball. Their defense, they really tried to address it in the draft, but those guys we just said about New York, they're young, so it's going to take them a minute. I think that we uh, we come out on top against Minnesota. Well, Jalen Waddell was young last year, and he did okay, so you know it depends on the athlete. Yep. Ryan, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I'm kind of in line with both Lou and Dan. You know, I think our strength, which is the defense, matches up against their offense. And then I think our offense is going to be just too much with the speed that we have for them to keep up. I agree. And uh, week seven, we play the Steelers at home. And obviously the big story is going to be Flores and Minka Fitzpatrick because people just got to kill this, you know, (laughs) kill these stories and, you know, to death. But uh, anyway, how do you see this game, Ryan? Um, It'll be interesting because, you know, will this be Kenny Pickett's first start? Are we playing against Mitch Trubisky? You know, either way, I think their offense has a long way to go. You know, they're very good on defense, but I think this is a win for us in primetime on Sunday Night Football. And do you agree, Lou? I do. I do. I think we're a better football team than Pittsburgh. I mean, they, their defense is really good. And this is going to be another game where Tua is going to have to play well um, at the quarterback position. The defense is going to bring it. Uh, they, they play very good run defense. They have a lot of guys up front that, uh, that can add pressure in passing situations, and they can stuff the run as well. Um, you know, it's, our offense is going to have to score some points. I like our defense against their offense. I know they have a rookie quarterback that'll probably be starting by week seven if he doesn't start the season. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, our defense can handle their offense. They have a really good young running back and they have some really solid receivers. But with, you know, Roethlisberger last year, they, they were very, very inconsistent on offense, and I think that's going to continue. They have offensive line problems. Um, I think our defense holds their own, and we win this football game. But it's a night where Tua is going to have to put some points up on the board. I, uh, I am 100% with you on that, Lou. Here's what we're going to hear. Uh, we're either going to hear that, you know, Miami overcame or that Flores knew exactly how to tell the offense how to attack Josh Boyer's defense. And right. regardless of if it's Trubisky or this young, high-flying quarterback from Pitt, we're going we're gonna to have something for them when they come into Hard Rock Stadium on Sunday Night Football. And I think we're going to give their quarterback fits, no matter who it is. 
So this is one of the games that I'm looking the most forward to all season, honestly. Pittsburgh-Miami on Sunday Night Football. So I'm really excited to watch Miami get a W in this game. All right. Week 8, we go to Detroit. Daniel, how do you see that game? (laughs) You know, at this point, I've only got Miami with two losses, and I don't see us losing to Detroit. I think that they are going to be a team who does not finish in the basement of the NFC North this year. Uh, I think that's going to be reserved for a team that we play the following week. But I think that this is going to be it's going to be a little tougher matchup than what we'd like to see. I think we're going to end up coming out on top though because we've just got too much firepower. They're a good defensive team. Yeah, they they don't have it on the offensive side of the ball with Jared Goff. So even though Swift is a really good player, Jamison Williams may be coming back from injury by then. I just don't see them having enough guns to to outlast us. Miami for the win. Yeah, I'm kind of on board there. You know, I really. Really like Dan Campbell as a head coach. Um, sure. I liked him when he was here in Miami. I think he's going to make some did, moves. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's doing some really, really great things over in Detroit. I just don't think this year is the year they're going to beat us. I think we got the win here. Yeah, we're beating Detroit. If we don't beat Detroit, then we're in a <laughs> lot of trouble. I can tell you that. I mean, they, they listen, they played everybody tough last year. And these are one of those trap games to where, you know, you go in and it looks like, you know, you've got this game in the bag and then all of a sudden it's the fourth quarter and you're losing by seven or something to that effect. I think that they have enough talent on both sides of the football. I I mean, I don't think Goff has enough to pull this one out. Uh, You know, I think the defense is going to be very sound in this game and uh, shut them down completely. So we we get a win on the road. This is one of our road wins that has to happen and will happen. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payoff. Right now, all customers can place the Same Game Parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility rate restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. All right, so week nine, we go to Chicago. I don't, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't win that game. Do you, Daniel? Not at all. Not at all. And as a matter of fact, I think I'll be at this game. So any Finn fans listening, uh, hit me up and we'll, we'll check in together. But this is a game that I th- the only thing that we have to really worry about is Justin Fields. Where is he at by week nine as a quarterback uh, throwing the ball and getting outside of the pocket? I think that that would be the one thing to watch is, is Justin Fields getting outside of the pocket. But I think this makes, what, three, four, five, five wins in a row? So I, I like our chances in Chicago. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, plain and simple. I mean, they're a better football team on paper than Chicago is. 
Uh, they have some nice players there, but not enough to beat us. I think this is another road win. I mean, we got to travel a couple weeks in a row here, but I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to go out there and we're going to beat Chicago. We're a better football team, plain and simple. Yep. Yeah, um, I mean, I agree. You know, I just don't think Chicago's got it this year. I don't know where Justin Fields is, but, you know, if Justin Fields is going out there beating Xavier Howard and uh, Jones and Holland and all these guys, then, you know, all that work we did was for nothing. Yeah. All right, so week 10, uh, we come back home and we uh, play the Cleveland Browns. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This game is really tough for me. I mean, I, I want to put it in the win column, but my goodness, if this team is healthy on both sides of the football, I mean, they they can be they, – they, they're going to be extremely, extremely tough. If Watson's playing at, at a high level with their running game – uh, they're going to be extremely tough. You throw their defense into the mix, and they're good. They added really Amari good. Cooper. Yeah, they added Cooper. But, you know, their defense is the thing that's intriguing because if they're healthy, they, they could be one of the better units in football. I, I think this is going to be a real tough win for us. And this is another week where Tua and the offense is going to have to score some points because I think they're going to put some points up. Um you know, as much as I want to give the Dolphins a win here after, you know, winning like five or six in a row, I think somehow, some kind of way, Cleveland's going to beat us. And, um, you know, we lose this one. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, this all comes down to, is Deshaun Watson going to play? You know, if he get, does he get a suspension for 10 weeks and, you know, we get that last game with Jacoby Brissett playing quarterback, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's um, a whole different ballgame. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i treating this as if Watson is playing, and, you know, that I think is going to be a loss for us. But fingers crossed that, you know, he's not there. Yeah, we'll see. You know, uh, that's that's yet to be determined. But I kind of think that uh, Watson will play because uh, I don't think they're going to suspend him for 10 games. I think it's going to be six or eight. And either way, Cleveland has a bye in week nine, which means it'll either be Watson's third game back after missing a full year, or it's going to be his first game back after missing a full year. And either way, I think that Miami finds a way to win this game. At home, where you're absolutely having to win if you want to stay in the playoff race, where we are on kind of a roll at this point, and I think we put up just enough to outlast them even if Watson is back. So I am a W in the win column for Miami here. Week 11 is our bye week. Mike, what are your thoughts win. on that game? My thoughts on the Cleveland game? Yeah. It's one I, of the better games. So. Uh, it is one of the better games, and I think it's one of the tougher games uh, on our home schedule. And, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, if he's playing, and I assume he's going to be playing, uh, you know, he's going to make it a difficult game. Their, their defense is good. Their offense is good. And, uh, you know, it, it's going to come down to mistakes. And who's going to make more, Watson or Tua? Now, week 11, we have the bye. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. Guaranteed. <laughs> hey, we well, can it's, it's a win because the guys that are banged up get an extra week's rest. And uh, that's a win. I love these late season buys, by the way. I do too. I love oh, yeah. them. 
Oh, we're going to need it, you know, at that point. I mean, it's, it's excellent. I mean, it, the timing there is perfect. Yeah. And Ryan, I think you said we can't lose. Uh, yep. I think we've lost some bye weeks in the past year. <laughs> we've had some rough bye weeks. Yeah, but that's when we had bye week in week four. Exactly. Might as well not even have it. You like yeah. to see the team gel a little bit and then, you know, fight through a little bit of the season. And then, you know, when you need the rest, you get it. Yep. And, you know, between the Thursday night game and, and this bi- week 11 bye week, I think that is a bit of an advantage. But huh, any advantage is, is taken away by huh, the way we close the season here. Right. Now, that's yep. not talking about this game. We're going to play the Texans in, in week 12. And, uh, I just don't know that the Texans are anywhere near as skilled as we are. No, this is a win. Yeah, you would definitely think so. And there's always that game that catches us off guard every season, right? And then You keep mentioning that. It makes you say, <laughs> what in the hell happened? Especially when everything is going so well, everything is looking so good, and you're in the thick of the playoff chase. I happen to think that this is probably that game for us this year. Houston, well, they've haunted us for a while. Houston they, they... has always seemed to have our number. Yeah, as you're saying. And I think for some reason, we're going to scratch our heads and say, what in the hell happened to us in week 12? I think that this is a loss for Miami. I can't see it with the games that we have following this one. I mean, I think they look at the schedule and say that, that they've got to win this football game. There's no letdown here. And they very that well distance. may be looking forward, like looking ahead. I don't know what it is, but Houston's always got a number. I think they beat us. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. I think this is going to be a win for us. You know, coming off the bye, we have that extra week to prepare for them. I, I agree with you. There's going to be a game that, you know, we've all said is going to be a win. Something like Detroit. You Chicago know, that, that, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something, road, somewhere yeah. we trip up and it happens to every team every year. I just think Houston is a win. I don't, you know. I don't. I don't see it. These picks are on paper picks, you right. know. But the game isn't played on paper, so you know yeah. it would not surprise me, you know, if if I'm wrong on four or five games, you know, that's just the way it goes from year to year. I mean, at this point, we've all got them going like 13 wins this year, and well, we're I, not done yet. We're, we're not, not done, done yet, Ron. We're not done yet, <laughs> but we're on pace for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah no, no Kool Aid in this group, right? <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. What do we got next? Well, we we uh, go out to San Francisco, and uh, you know our coach should certainly uh, be a little bit of an advantage. But uh, San Francisco's a tough team. It's going to take more than the coach. It's going to take the team, you know, to outplay themselves. So San Francisco, look at us on paper, and look at them on paper. Look at their quarterback. Look at our quarterback. Um, in you know, interesting situations, right? Uh, their defense extremely solid. Uh, this is going to be a real interesting game. I mean, Fitzpatrick. When the last time we went out there, we shocked them. We came out and just blew yep. their doors off. And I wouldn't be surprised if we go out there and actually win this football game. I know San Francisco is a really, really good football team. They have some really good players, but our defense against their offense, we can match up against them. I think this is going to be a really, really tight, tight game, and I think we're going to get a loss here, but I think it's going to be a very, very close game. And, and we are capable of winning. I just think that San Francisco is going to squeak this one out. 
I think this is going to be that game for Mike McDaniel where he goes up against his mentor and and gets handed uh, gets handed a big loss. I think that San Francisco on the defensive side is going to do enough to to really get after to, uh, Tua. I think we're going to struggle on the road in the first of two uh, West Coast games, and I think that we're going to lose this game uh, somewhat convincingly. Not anything crazy, but I think San Francisco handles it. You know, I think it should be said, this is the start of a three-game road trip mm-hmm. against three excellent football teams. You've got San Francisco, you've got the Chargers, and you've got Buffalo, and you've got to travel to all three places, uh, you know, to end your season. And, and to me, that's brutal. Whoever put together the schedule really should get slapped. It's tough to win back-to-back games on the road, and you've got the Lions and Bears on the road, two teams that we should be. Yeah. But... It's tough. It is, yep. Uh, you also have the Bengals and the Jets earlier. So, yep. you know, you're, you're playing quite a few road games there, you know. And then you've got this three-game stretch, which is uh, murderer's row. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, right there with you guys. I think history has not been kind to teams traveling across the country. And San Francisco's a very good team. I think this is going to be a loss for us. What do you think about the next week, Ryan, against the Chargers? So this one's going to be interesting. You've got Tua versus Herbert. You know, I could honestly see this game potentially being the game of the week. And it's going to be beneficial because we were granted, you know, having these back-to-back West Coast games. I would assume the team is going to stay out on the West Coast. Probably. Yeah, they probably will. And I have this down as a win. I may, I may be the only one, but I could see us going out there and taking care of business against the Chargers. You agree with him, Daniel? I don't, as a matter of fact. And I think that this is going to be one of those games that Dolphins fans hate to watch every four <laughs> years when it's on the schedule, is the, the Chargers game. I think being out on the West Coast and staying there is probably great, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I think this road trip that we're in the middle of at this point is going to be really rough on us. And I think Herbert over Tua in this game, um, and I would be I would be circling the Chargers as a serious AFC contender this year. I think one thing you have to factor in is injuries, and and we don't know who's healthy and who's not healthy at this point in the season. That can make a difference. Sure. Well, it does in every one of these games, Mike. But we're you know as we're making these picks, we you know we can't predict that. You have right. to you know we're assuming that they're you know they're healthy. I mean, obviously there's going to be injuries on both sides of the football. So, um, with that being said. You know, their additions on the defensive side, I know you guys both talked about Herbert, um, but with J.C. Jackson and Mack coming over on their defense, which was pretty sound to begin with, it's going to make a difference. And, you know, (laughs) both of these quarterbacks in that football game, obviously, you know, it's going to be all the talk, right? You know, leading up into this game, you know, Herbert against uh, Tua. We hope so, because if it isn't, we're in trouble. Right. Exactly. Up to this point, you know, Herbert's been really, really good. And, um, you know, they've got a nice running game. Uh, This is a game where the offense is going to have to put points up because I think San Diego is going to put points up. I mean, they're at home. It'll probably be a night game. As one of you guys mentioned, I think they're going to switch it over to be the Sunday night game that night. So, you know, I, I can't see us winning this football game. I think 
the Chargers come out on top in this one. I think they have just a little bit more, uh, you know, at the quarterback position right now. Now, hopefully, Tua develops at this point. You know, week 14, he's playing rock-solid football, and that, that'll change, you know, your whole outlook on this game. Um, you know, our defense is sound, but their offense is really, really good. So it's going to be interesting, but I think the Chargers win this one. And then we go to Buffalo. Oh God! That's that's the flex game. Yeah, that's crickets. the game. That oh, they that's can the move. flex game. Yeah, okay. that's the game they can move later if they wish to. Oh, okay, so it's just the last few weeks of the season that they can do that. Well, this week and the last week for okay. us. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. So, with that being said, who's talking about Buffalo here in Buffalo? <laughs> well, I mean, we've all talked. We've all talked about Buffalo. So the question is, who thinks they can win in Buffalo? I I said it earlier. I think we split. I think we take the Buffalo game at home, and I think this is a loss for us. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm right on board with that. I don't know how much more there is to say about Buffalo. Yeah, same here. I mean, until we see Tua perform in cold weather, I I have to say that the advantage is definitely on Buffalo's side. I mean, I think just about anybody would say that. Yeah, I mean, you're playing in the middle of December in Buffalo – Oof, that's that's tough. It's tough. It's it's probably one of the tougher games on our schedule when you factor everything in. You know, it obviously is. both teams are going to be fighting for, for playoff spots. Uh, we've just spent two weeks in California. I mean, th- this, there's a lot of factors that that are going to affect this football game. I mean, this late in the season, and the fact that we got to travel for a third week in a row. I mean, it, it, it's, you know, and it's Buffalo. It's going to be extremely, extremely tough to win this game. So it, there's other factors that go into it, just, you know, other than the fact, you know, paper-wise, the two teams against each other. There's other things that are going to affect this game. Next week, we get Aaron Rodgers. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh-huh. Here you comes Santa Claus. Here comes <laughs> Santa Claus right down Santa Claus Lane. Go ahead. It's going to be pretty cool to watch our team on Christmas Day. I'll say that. And, wow. Uh, yep. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. I don't think that I can ever remember that as a Dolphins fan getting to watch. It's happened once or twice. but I can't I don't think remember. I don't think we ever played uh, Aaron Rodgers on Christmas. Yeah. That doesn't sound like a good Christmas present to me. Now, I actually think that this is going to be a lot closer game. Than, than you would think when you're just looking at Green Bay. I didn't say it wouldn't be close. Sure. No, I know. But, you know, as Dolphins fans, we see Green Bay on the schedule and we shiver, right? But uh-huh. especially in December. Haha. <laughs> but uh, I think that this is going to be a lot closer game than people think. Uh, Green Bay has lost quite a bit of talent. And who knows if they're going to be able to put it together on offense, even with Aaron Rodgers, because they have a bunch of guys on at the wide receiver position that aren't. You know, they are not Devontae Adams. So this is at home on Christmas, and I am going to give Miami a win versus Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. Anybody want to follow that? Merry Christmas. I'm going to say, you know, this is a cold weather team in Green Bay coming to South Florida in the middle of winter. That is, is, you know, definitely going to be a a benefit for the Dolphins. If this is a 1 o'clock game and it's 85 degrees out, um, saying that they lost Devonte Adams, you know they, but they did bring in Sammy Watkins. They drafted Christian Watson, and at the end of the day, it is still Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be close, but I think Green Bay takes this. Uh, Dolphins are winning this football game, guys. Yep, and I'm going to tell you why. 
right now, right here and right now. And Mike, dig this up come December of next year. They're going to give Aaron Rodgers fits in this football game. The loss of Adams is just huge. And I under Sammy Watkins, I mean, he's not even on the same planet as Adams. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a big, big loss. Um, I know they drafted a you know, good rookie receiver, but you know how that goes. Sometimes it takes a couple of years for them to develop. I think their offense is going to struggle a little bit. Our defense at this point, if we're healthy, is, is going to be at the top of their football game, and I think they're going to give Rodgers fits in this game. Um, I think we win this game, and I think we, you know, we win it, not convincingly, but it's not going to be as difficult to win as everybody thinks it's going to be, even with Aaron Rodgers at the quarterback position. I think Miami wins this game. And you guys brought in a, a, a couple of other factors, you know, involving the weather. I mean, this is like you mentioned, one of you guys, a cold weather team. They're coming down here in the middle of December when it could be as, you know, as high as 85 degrees. They're going to struggle down here. Miami's going to win this football game. Mike, you you're for 85 degrees. <laughs> do I remember? Mike, do you remember the last time we played Aaron Rodgers in Miami? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. When yes. He, so I've always kind of liked Green, uh, Aaron Rodgers, except for that day when yep. he did the fake spike. Yep. Man. He pulled it out of his ass in oh, that game. Oh, man, I really we, hated him. I mean, day. we took it to him the whole friggin' day, Yep. and he still kept making plays. But you know what, Daniel? That was Aaron Rodgers five, six years yes. ago. Yes, and yes. And he, he's not – he's still extremely good, but he's not that same quarterback. I mean, he, he can make plays, but, you know, on the offensive side – you know, they, they, they lost their whole receiving core. I mean, they've got to rebuild that whole thing up. I, I just like Miami a lot in this football. Yeah, game. I do too. I just wanted to remind everybody of the fake spike that Aaron Rodgers pulled on us because yep. I, I hated him for it. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. You got it. Just, that's just some mutual Mike, hate from Dolphins Mike, fans. who do you like in this one? Man, it, you know, it's tough to go against us on Christmas Day, but, you know, I mean, I, I got to believe Packers are, are going to give them a fight. Now, who's going to win? If I compare quarterbacks again, I gotta go to I gotta go with Rodgers. So. Well, Mike, you could say that week in and week out with the you know the quarterbacks we're going against. Oh, but, that was that was that was mean. Well, no, it's not mean. I mean, you you know he's better you, than Mitch Trubisky. You want to throw Tua up against Deshaun Watson, <laughs> against Herbert, against Josh Allen. You know it goes on and on and on. Well, there's there's a reason Vegas has us at nine wins. Now, what is that reason? To team, well, we know what that reason is, and we don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to make it a negative show, and we don't want to get on one. No, there's, specific there's been individual. some Kool Aid here, and I, you know, yeah, look, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a realist, okay, and I'm right. not saying they can't play Green Bay and win because they certainly can. But it goes back to what I said to you earlier. Right, they've got to play at the top of their game, and that yep. includes Tua. What mm-hmm. happened to the Merry Christmas vibes we had going here? fellas i'm sorry well it's new it's it's gonna be new year's now okay the grinch showed up because ah, we're going humbug. we're going to new england and we get we get built belichick for new year's day happy new year i gave us a win against green bay but i see i see us losing this game somehow some kind of way new england's gonna pull this one out and beat us yeah i agree lou i don't know that we can beat them five times in a row <laughs> and it's really tough to win at New England when it's cold. And yeah. we're going to be up there the 1st of January. It's going to be uh, one of those games that I think we look at and we say, man, we just, we just can't hang with them in, in these elements. 
Well, I think we can hang with them, Daniel. I just don't think we're going to win this football game. I think New England's going to find a way to beat us. You yeah. know, this, you know, in that cold weather, so on and so forth. I think Belichick will come up with a good game plan against our offense. And, you know, I think somehow, some kind of way, they're going to wind up winning this game. Yeah, I said that wrong. I didn't mean hang with, like, they're going to blow us out. But, yes, I right. agree. You, you've got the 49ers we go to. You've got the Chargers we go to. You've got the Bills we go to. We come home for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and then we go out to New England, you know, in freezing weather. Uh, this is not a schedule Dolphin fans dream about. I think, you know, Buffalo, uh, I'm sorry, New England and Miami are, are probably pretty close in talent. Miami might have an edge on the defensive side. Uh, and and we'll see. We'll see if they can take that out to the cold and put it together. I don't think there's, the, I don't think they can't win this game. Right. I think we said earlier that, you know, week one, we were going to make it four in a row. Is that correct? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think this is five in a row. I think we sweep the Patriots again. I don't think Mac Jones, you know, is has it. I don't think their team is as good as ours, even in the cold weather. I think we're going to establish a running game, and I think we're going to take it. All right, nice. That's the way to take it in New England. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Run the ball. Yeah. Now we're going to close at home against the Jets, and uh, I would imagine none Thank of us God. think they're going to lose yeah. that game, right? Now that's a way to stop or to end the season. Thank God. You would think, right? Yeah, let's hope so. Could be one of those games where the Jets have four or five wins and they just come out and they're doing all that crazy shit they did last year. Remember all those laterals and double, you know, uh, double passes and so on. It was crazy what they were doing and they were able to hang with us. So, you know, this is, this is probably a week for the Jets where. You know, they have nothing to lose, and they're just going to throw everything but the kitchen sink at us. But, you know, if we have any, any hopes of making the playoffs, you know, we've got to get a win here at home against the Jets last week of the season. Yeah, I think our playoff lives are actually dependent on a win here against New York at home. Uh, yep. and, I, and I think that we'll find a way to do it. I just think that by this point, this point in the season, uh, we're not ready to just – let some team come in here with nothing to lose and take a W from us. We're going to be battle tested. This the stretch that we had towards the end of the season with those four Brutal. games and four or five games in a row is just you know top notch playoff caliber teams week in and week out. I think it'll battle test us, and I think that New York's going to come in and they're going to get shut down. Um, they'll probably keep it close. But like they always do. But I think that we're going to end up winning this game and and hopefully securing a playoff spot. Yeah, and I think this is a W. I mean, it's week 18, last game before the playoffs. It's at home. You got, again, a cold-weather New York team coming down to Miami in the the first week of January. And I don't think the Dolphins are going to sit here having, you know, as good a year as we all think they're going to have and just let a Jets team come in and, and beat us in our house. Right. Yep. Agreed. So what, what do we have for records, Daniel? All right. So Lou and I both had 10 and 7. Uh, we got there a little bit differently. Um, mm-hmm. And Ryan had 12 and 5. So Lou and, Lou and Daniel seem to agree on the total record, 10 and 7. And Ryan is drinking the Kool-Aid, well, 12 and 5. 
I'll put this caveat in there. I think, you know, this is a 10 or 11 win team. Like I said, there's going to be a one or two games that, you know, on paper we should win that we just, you know, screw it up. We don't win it. So Yeah, and they'll be one of those games that we shouldn't win that we do. Exactly. Right. I think, you know, going through this, yeah, I come out 12 and 5. I think it's closer to 10 or 11 win team. Here's what I'll be looking for for our team this year is to win the games we're supposed to win and to to increase the offensive output to the top half of the league. If we can do if we can do those things, we're going to be a lot better than we expect. Yep. What you what you want to see is winning your division games and going how many home games do they have this year? 8 All right, so you want to go 7 and 1. Right. Mhm. Yep. You have to. I mean, listen, you look at this team and we talk about it all the time, right? I mean, you know, who's the guy that's going to have to, you know, step up? It's it's Tua. You know, it's that simple. I mean, there's no I don't think there's a debate, you know, when you go across this football team and quarterback's the most important position. And he's going to be responsible for whether we get into the playoffs or we don't. And I hate putting all that pressure on one person, but, you know, when you look at the team and you look at, you know, where we're solid, you know, on the defensive side and the offensive line has been somewhat solidified if they're healthy. The running game now with three guys, three veteran guys being brought in has been solidified. You got one of the best receivers in the game now, which solidifies your, your, your wide receiving crew. Um, you brought back your two tight ends from the last couple of years, which was major as far as I'm concerned. So, you know, right now it all, bo- it all boils down to whether two is able to compete against a lot of these quarterbacks and a lot of these teams that we're going to be going up against. And if he does well, then this team is going to be very successful this year because they seem pretty sound everywhere else. You know, he's just a big monkey wrench in all well, this. Well, the other monkey wrench is can Xavier and Howard stay healthy for the entire schedule because you're going to need that. Right. Well, Mike, you know, Tyreek Hill and Waddle and guys like that are just as important. They got if you, if I you don't lose, know. <laughs> well, if you lose, if you lose Tyreek Hill, Mike, where are we? We're back to basically where we were last year for the most part. You got well, we, Waddle. Well, you have to hope we have a, red, a better running, running game, which, yeah. which we probably do. Our number one yeah, running so back I last wouldn't, year. I wouldn't here. say... Right, but Tyreek Hill on the when you're when a defense is preparing for us, Mike. If you lose a guy like Tyreek Hill, I think he's just as important when teams prepare for us as X Man would be. Yep, I, was I mean, gonna, you know, on either go ahead. Dan. I was going to say that exact thing uh, before yep. you said you. Either one of those guys drastically changes the face of that side of the ball. Yep. Xavier Howard, you can't do the rest of the things that you do on the defensive side of the ball without him. And that's going to be exactly the same thing with the way McDaniel handles our offense. Because Tua with, uh, with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on the field at the same time is a lot different than Tua with just Jalen Waddle and Cedric Wilson, for example. So, I mean, I agree with them. I think, you know, you lose Tyreek Hill, our offense is going to change. Saying that, you know, our top running back last year is now looking at the fourth string spot if he makes a team. So I think this team is going to be very different. I think it's built for if one guy goes down, we can manage. Um, it's just depending on how long somebody's out for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and they, they did sign uh, Melvin Ingram. Any mm-hmm. thoughts on that, guys? 
I like it. I love it. Yeah. I like it. I love it. Give me some more of it. Well, listen, guys, you know, it's interesting because the guy's 33 years old, right? And you look at his numbers. I got excited about him as well. And he's going to be a piece of the puzzle. Uh, You know, he had two sacks last year over the course of the whole season. Uh, He played for two different teams last year. Uh, You know, he's up there. He's long in the tooth. Um, I think he's going to be a situational guy that can add depth in our pass rush. And that is important. But, you know, I'm not crazy overexcited about it. I was initially, but as I looked at his age and and the numbers he's put up of late, you know, they're they're marginal. So, you know, this is a piece of the puzzle. Don't look at that simple. Don't look at his numbers from last year. This is a team. The Dolphins were the youngest team in the NFL for the last couple of years. Everything was youth, youth, youth. This is a veteran guy who can come in, work with Jalen Phillips, you know, help out with Emmanuel Ogba, Andrew Van Ginkle, and be part of that rotation. Yeah, exactly. He's a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, yeah the veteran leadership uh, rotational guy who's going to come in. He's going to play some important minutes because, look, uh, Landon Roberts has not been able to stay healthy the last couple of years. And the linebacker core, we've already known it's one of our weaker spots. So if we can get him on the edge as well, I, I like it. It's a guy that I wanted when he went to free agency originally a couple of years ago. Uh, I would have preferred to have him then. But I, I like it, and it's going to be a, a solid addition for us. All right, guys, that about does it. I want to thank you guys for joining me this afternoon and uh, going over the schedule. Uh, we'll, we'll look back later and then, you know, see how close to accurate we were. Uh, but uh, that was fun. Yeah, so do we think that these records get them in the playoffs? That's the question, I think, right? Well, that that depends on everybody else, right? Yeah, sure. Ten I mean, ten. Ten and seven is we're going to be right on the borderline yeah, yeah. because teams are going to beat up on each other. Yep. You know that 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 West division is going to be brutal. I mean, absolutely brutal. The Raiders, the Chargers, the Chiefs. Uh, teams are going to beat up on each other. You know, we you know our division seems like it's extremely tough, but when you look at some of these other divisions, guys, it's, it's not as bad as you think it is. You know, we do have the Jets in our division and the Patriots. Um, and I think they're both beatable teams. So, you know, the North is tough this year too. I got us going three yes. and one yeah, exactly. against the North. I think if we can yep. do that, I think we make the playoffs. Yep. All right. What's that? Uh, playoffs. Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs. I just hope we can win a game. All right, guys. Y'all done. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Mike. Get to feeling better, Lou. S- suppose I'm not, Mike. Get to feeling better. Well, that's better. what I want to know. I mean, because <laughs> if you're not, we'll talk about it. But uh, no, we're good. We're good. No, I mean, we're we're you know we're, <laughs> we're looking forward to the season. That's the best way I can say. It's a great it. schedule, and, uh, yeah, it's Great schedule. I mean, so many great games on it. I mean, I don't remember a season where I was like just really excited about the opponents to to this degree i mean there's so many good games on this schedule well, i agree with that but it, yeah. as good as it is it's also scary <laughs> well, well you know, i'll I, tell you this much i'm not doing any christmas cooking this year <laughs> my family's gonna have to come to me and bring the food because miami's playing on christmas day baby and let's then we go. play on I, we play on new year's day too don't we let's yep. go holidays christmas day and new year's day double, wow what a week double holiday how about yep. that, guys? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. 
Green, Green Bay Packers and at New England, and that's that's going to be a test. Yep. Uh, but uh, if they want to make the playoffs, they've got, they've got to split these games, you know. And uh, as you look at the the road challenges, you know, we talked about the 49ers and the Chargers. You got to split those games. So you know, and then then you went go seven and one at home, and you've got a real chance to be in the playoffs. If not, win the division. Agree. So, I like that. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll be back next week. Fins, Fins up. up. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care.